Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcoming you, welcoming me. It's uh, the football ramble, ladies. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the football ramble, ladies and gentle people. Uh, James or Jim Campbell is here. Hello, how you doing, James? I'm good. Keeping well. Mm. Glad we got that out of the way. Pete Donaldson. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you um, staying safe, Pete? I'm tight. Good. <laughs> Tight, co- like a coil spring, ready to go. Okay. Uh, and Lukey Moore. All right. As twinkly eyed as ever. Thank you very much. Not a problem. We're going to begin now. Well, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Marcus. Marcus C. Speller. Marcus C. Speller. Um, What's the C for? Christopher. It's in- Christopher. It is. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Thanks, yeah. man. Good biblical name. I don't yeah. have a middle name, so it's if anyone wants to nominate one. It's a waste. What is this country coming to? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a waste. Yeah. It's like when a band names an album. After a song title. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a waste. It is a waste, yeah. <laughs> Be creative, Pete's mm. mum and dad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> my, dad gonna, now. my dad was going to call me Diggory, so I think it was a Diggory. bullet dodged. Diggory Donaldson. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you sound like a Beano character. <laughs> How do you spell it? D-I- I think it's just D-I-G-G-E-R-Y. I believe it's a word. Worryingly close to buggery. <laughs> well, enough of this. Oh, just a couple of, a, couple of amended letters on a textbook away from buggery, isn't it? <laughs> School would have been a joy for you. Well, enough of this skull diggery. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to start by saying um, our favourite goals scored by Paul Skulls. Because he notched one up in the uh, An Manchester Derby. One. Yeah. What what a what a neck what a neck on that man. Yeah. <laughs> I thought was, his head was going to come <clears> off. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But we've got to get our favourite Paul Scholes goals as many out of the way. He used to, did he? he, doesn't, he doesn't, he's your favourite one. All right, fine. He's Pete, got, he's Pete. Got, okay. Are you going to go first? I'll go first. Um, I'm going to go for uh, an international goal. As Ooh. you well know, he retired rather young uh, yeah. for, for Paulie. Due to sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> it was due to sunburn in major tournaments, isn't it? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I'm starting that rumour and I'm perpetuating it. He's mm. Well, I'm stopping family, it. Due to family reasons, I believe. Yeah, family right. reasons. And he couldn't hug his kids because he was horrifically sunburned. Yeah, I played out of position <laughs> and uh, probably Alex Ferguson in his ear saying, oh, you don't want to do that, it's rubbish. I'll give you a horse or part of a horse yeah <laughs> if you quit international football I'm going to go for Tunisia in the World Cup 98 oh, yeah. yes yeah, lovely hit and it sort of announced his not his arrival on the international stage but it kind of went hey look everyone look what Paul Scholes can do on the, he the has arrived games. in the big game <laughs> you Andy Gray <laughs> <laughs> he um, he was very good in the lead up to that World Cup yeah he was and, and, and the actual hit itself was just he, he knows where the bloody goal is that's yeah. all I'm oh, I think that was in it. the 90th minute for the 2-0 victory Against Tunisia mm. in Marseille, he's good at that, isn't he? A late goal, hit yeah. in particular. Mm. 
He is indeed. James or Jim? Well, I'm going to go for one. It was in 2002. It was against Everton, and United were. It was a nil-nil on about 80 minutes. And United won three-nil. Really, I remember that. The end. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was the last one he scored because he got two. It was like the 92nd minute. And it was. It was a hit from outside the box, sort of towards the left, and it just went off of his foot, almost like like a graph. Sort of showing the projection of a company that's earning a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just straight into the top. It was amazing. That's a magnificent description. James, brilliant, brilliant goal. And now you know why James is a part of the round. Well, not just for this, but for his business acumen. Yeah. <laughs> what you find here is a graph uh, detailing a company that's earning a lot of money. Yeah, some members would prefer a pie chart. Yeah. I, I would. Why are you looking at me? I'm not. I was looking at Pete, actually. <laughs> Notable um, fatty. Yeah. Well, you know, pastry product and all that. Mm. Luke, Northern save me. Northern. <laughs> um, <laughs> save you. Okay. Um, I shall probably go for the one he scored against Bradford City. Oh, yes. Mm. You remember that one, yeah? That's mm. gone on Rumble Tube. Beckham fizzed the corner in from the fizzed left. Fizzed is the right word. Right onto Scholes' is, um, oh, I've got a 50 50 chance here. His left foot. No. Right foot. Definitely his right. <laughs> and he smashed it <laughs> first time in the bottom corner. But it was the sweetest strike you will ever. Ever see, but it went through like a group of players, isn't it? It's only when you see it on a yeah. certain replay you realise quite how sort of yeah, it went so far. Point it was. Andy Cole couldn't even get a touch on it. Can he? Yeah. <laughs> he still claimed it though. Yeah, he probably yeah, he was, yeah, he was yeah. near it. But he that fell was, out with him. I mean, there was another one he scored. I think two. Can I say sorry that that, that one against Bradford was a thump? It was an absolute bullet. <laughs> yeah, it was a bullet. Go on. What were the other one um, you were going to say? He um, he scored one against Blackburn. I think two, maybe three seasons ago. Yeah, where they were one 0 down at the time at home at Old Trafford Ooh. and. Uh, and um, at home Old Trafford same thing and um, <laughs> he danced round them it was one of those goals you know where he, the ball broke to him yeah. and he went that far out and you thought oh you could, you could ding this first time and they didn't he went around about three players and started in the bottom corner yeah. dinged it then yeah, when, when he first started, he, he was playing sort of almost as a striker, wasn't he? He was sort of like mm. cover for Cantona and uh, and call a little. He did bit, move and then back he moved back, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Hmm. But that um, was that. But my one would probably be the Bradford City one. Okay, well, uh, I'm having an R in. There's uh, everyone will be saying they haven't said the Villa one. Oh yeah, in the off one, the yeah. bar, which was a yeah. sensational strike. Yeah. Mm. But I think I'm going to go for the one in the semi-final uh, in the Champions League against Barcelona at Old Trafford, which was the only goal of um, half the volley. Time. Was it half volley yeah. in the top corner? Remember it? Yeah, it was the only goal that could separate the sides, and, and what a goal it was! Mm. I've seen Paul's goal get sent off for England at Wembley, Sweden, nil nil. I was there. Qualify for Euro 2000. I was maybe? there. Yeah, I was there too. Ah, yeah. Yeah. the old Wembley. That was before we knew each other. Yeah, in the good old days. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was this at the twilight years. <laughs> the good old days is fine. Um, the lost years. Uh, well, yeah, points mean prizes. No, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, 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 they no, mean no. nothing. Don't destroy the illusion. <laughs> the end of the season's not far off, James. Yeah. All right, okay, okay. Um, if you touch me, I'm gonna. Well, he won't touch me. I'm not. I've not won. So give me the points. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bradford one. Blatant favouritism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it isn't. Oh, Except we went, we went to went Sweden in the world <laughs> <laughs> in the world before we were going out for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> we met across a crowded crowd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys can have some points as well. Yay! Cool. Well, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm only, you know. yeah, uh, we're going to move on by me saying wankers. Um, <laughs> and uh, the Manchester derby did happen on the weekend. Those yeah, things connected, Marcus? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was clearly calling finest clubs outrageous. No, 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 no. They're they're not. You are. Um, United City. Unbelievable scenes at the end. Mm. Seventeen seconds towards the I end. Know. Incredible stuff. Can I say that twice I was, this season? Of course, that they've murked them like that. Yeah, I was yeah. watching the game and I, I, in the ninety-second minute, there was a knock on the door. 
and I went to answer Who the door. Who was it? Well, it was um, it was the postman. Dro- uh, no, it wasn't the postman. It was uh, someone dropping off a package. Oh yeah. And I was You've looking got a quaint little existence. Yeah. And, yeah. I, <laughs> and I was looking Did at. Did you him. miss the goal? Yeah, I heard the goal go in, and I ran back in, and I kind of looked at him and went, "A goal's just gone." Robbed all your in. stuff. I went, yeah. <laughs> yes. I went, "A goal's just gone in," and he went, uh, "Right." But no, no, Paul Scholes has just scored in the 92nd and a half minute. Yeah. I've been sat here. And he was just like, 92 can minutes. You, can yeah. you just sign this, please? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I'll sign your face. <laughs> <laughs> so With I'm, my love pen. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed the goal. Damn it all. Oh, yeah, but, uh, it's good, Marcus. <laughs> so that's my story. Excellent stuff. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Well, yeah. That's, uh, that, I, and that concludes the, the deep <laughs> analysis of the so Moving on to. Uh, I imagine a lot of people who were leaving the stadium early probably would have had the same experience, but they mm. will have enjoyed the rioting afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that uh, Mamed Youth's brother got beaten up. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he got, got beaten up by, uh, stuff. by some people. Uh, did you good. see um, the Sir Alex Ferguson's lovely little celebration? No, I didn't see it. What did he do? No, he ran out of the old. Oh, he celebrated. He does that all the time. It's the only time he really shows his age is when he does that. Yeah. <laughs> reasonably old fellow but he doesn't look six, late 60s he just no. looks quite old but when he does that thing with his hands yeah but you could hear like him waving two imaginary tambourines you yeah. could hear him and uh What's his name? Feeling. Feeling uh, yeah. was like, Scalzi! Oh, yeah, did, did, did you hear that as yeah. well? Yeah. yeah. But that was incredible. That's. I think they'll win the league now. I think they'll go on to win the league. Yeah. You think? Mm. Well, you, I mean, Arsenal... Oh, it's annoying, isn't it, for, for you, James, especially. But yeah. Arsenal threw that. I mean, I'd love to know the last time that Arsenal threw away a two-goal lead in the, in the league. Uh, they said during the while. game it was against Aston Villa and it was in 1998. There you go. Long time ago. Facts. Mm. Yeah, so... Oh, speaking of other facts, sorry, just going back quickly to the Manchester derby, um, I think it was Martin Tyler said that if that had ended nil-nil, it had been the first time in uh, Premier League history that United would have had have drawn back-to-back nil-nil. Do you, want, do you want another Premier League fact? No. Um, so, <laughs> now go on. Well, uh, Portsmouth were the first team this weekend to field a player born after the inception of the Premier League. Oh, lovely fact. Yeah. That, that was on a television yeah. programme last night. Yeah. I think Two I of those saw facts were on Match of the Day too. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were they? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't invent the fact. I mean, you can't invent the fact, <laughs> can you? You can only find it. We've assumed yeah. you'd seen it, so you had actually heard it somewhere else. Yeah, I read it. I didn't, oh. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see Match of the Day too. Oh. Well, since since Adrian first, Charles has taken the ITV dollar, I've, I've, I've boycotted it. <laughs> I know, I mean, the Twitterati are... Uh, <laughs> the Twitterati. <laughs> which you are very much a part of. They're please. salivating at the idea of Marcus Speller taking over on yeah. last year, too, mm. I imagine. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, I added news I to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't checked. No, he literally did imagine that. Oh, OK. <laughs> well, imagine um, away. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Arsenal. Oh, James or Jim. I know, I feel responsible. You, it's yeah, like, I think you are. It's, I just can't believe it. It was a pathetic display. Two pathetic displays as well, really. I mean, yeah. Spurs genuinely outplayed Arsenal. Fair play to them there. Yeah. But it was obviously very difficult to take. But if, you know... I don't care how many players you're missing. You should be able to f- maintain a two-goal lead against somebody. It's, it's almost as if mm. Wenger gets these players in and thinks they're so sort of precociously gifted. He played a weekend side, didn't he? So, yeah. But it also, he seems to sort of just... It's as if... He just assumes they all know the basics and they don't need to be drilled in that and they can mm. just forget about that and then that will just <laughs> sort itself out at the time. They're defending for the third goal. Three of the players were in a line. Just <laughs> They were so under the cosh from those like, they were three or four corners in a row. Brambler yeah. and Exogbia for crying out loud. But Exogbia well, was, was a great goal. Before the goal. Yeah, it was great. I quite like Exogbia. Well, he, he, he looked uh, lively the whole game. Mm. I mean, he, he Campbell and sitter though, didn't he? Like, um, the, the keeper he knew exactly where he was going. Campbell and Sylvester are knocking 70 between them, surely. Yeah, yeah. 
should not be doing that. Well, Fabianski Campbell's as well. Been, Fabianski. Campbell's yeah. been playing well. What's the pace on him? Is well, un- I'd, unbelievable. I'd like to point <laughs> yeah, out that in, yeah. in that Spurs game, now Gareth Bale's been getting a lot of. Um, Can I just say for, for the notes you've put, and sometimes Marcus does do us a few sort of odd notes here and there. He's written for the Spurs Chelsea game. He's just put Spurs versus Chelsea, Gareth Bale, John Terry, and Phil Dowd. <laughs> <laughs> you've kind of blown. You know what I was going to say. Oh, go on, was please. It just John Terry, Gareth Bale, and <laughs> Phil Dowd, whatever. Order yeah, it was. I mean that sums that game up for me. No. But, um, yeah, go on, please continue. Uh, no, with Spurs Arsenal, um, Gareth Bale has obviously been getting a lot of. Um, Plaudits of late And mm. rightfully so but Since he's been Played pushed up well. To left midfield in yeah. The yeah. L- He's been up there For a while Yeah though. I know of course yeah. um, In the, 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 the last few minutes Of the Spurs Arsenal game He ran down the wing with On a 50-50 With Sol Campbell and Sol won it. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it was it's incredible. incredible. It was superb. <laughs> he has got jet fuel in that gargantuan rump. He <laughs> must. <have. laughs> it takes him ages to get up to top speed. Once he's yeah. up there, you know, yeah, it's like a tanker. Oi. It's phenomenal. Get him on the plane. Oh, <laughs> uh, captain as well now. Captain. There, yeah, there is, I'd have him captain as well. Yeah, there isn't the going to be a plane market. No, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah that's it. They're going to have to get the, the boat there or, <laughs> or the bus. But. Um, I, the reason why I wrote John Terry and Phil Dowd I love when players Because you see it on like the Sunday mornings When you know the referees The same referees obviously um, Referee in the, in, the, in the same leagues And you yeah. kind of get to know them after a bit yeah. And it's the same in the Premier League And when John Terry was done for the handball He didn't, he wasn't shouting ref ref He was going Phil Phil was come on yeah. and, then, and then when And they were having little chats And when he got booked um, You know he was kind of talking to him And Terry was like alright alright fair enough booking you know And when he Got sent off Terry when he when he hammered Bale and it was a sending off. Yeah. Um, he you could see Phil Dowd run over and he just looked at Terry and went no way no way mate no way <laughs> and just whipped out the. What car. did Terry do? I couldn't really see. I think he did. He put two fingers up as if to go. Oh, I got the ball twice twice up. Yeah, or he said I've only committed two fouls it was but they were both yellow card fouls yeah, that was yeah, a problem yeah. That's he, why he had a not. word with Bale as he walked off I'm not sure if it was nasty or not no, I, 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 think probably, nasty. I think it was nasty I'm going to go and finger your missus <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was John Terry so I'm pretty yeah. sure we can safely assume it was nasty <laughs> no but I did, I, it didn't look that nasty though no I think no I think just simply because like Bale was just like yeah. can we have a what we should do for the next um, Chelsea game is get the listeners to email in the exact minute in the game that John Terry goes from being average Looking 28 year old Over all years hmm. To the <laughs> oldest man Of all time <laughs> Which he seems to finish Every game looking like yeah. He <laughs> ages so badly you, Well I'll tell you what His form's a bit of a worry For England though yeah, I is. mean we do We make You know we laugh about John Terry I love so defenders Apart from Big Soul Big Soul makes football a bit weird Is that I saw Jermaine Defoe In the semi-final Against Portsmouth At Wembley And Ricardo Rocha And Aaron Mokawena Pretty much kept him quiet, yeah. and he didn't do anything. And I think when Defoe's having a poor game, he just runs straight every time. Yeah. His runs are really unintelligent. He just yeah. goes for goal. It's like it's almost like he, he reverts back to yeah. basic. He won't cu- he won't drop back and get involved. No, you know, he just runs channels that way. Like no, no, click and but then, then involve him. But James, did you see how much Terry struggled dealing with Defoe against mm. Spurs? But General Terry made, doesn't just make errors when he's not in form. He makes errors that you see seventeen-year-old debutants yeah. make, and he he pulls everything out of shape. Because yeah. he'll, he'll just sort of pursue things so It's almost like tr- to try and start playing well Like the second booking for example yeah, What on both, earth both was he of those doing with that tackle? Like, You know when you're playing a computer I mean, game And you're losing and you're not very you good at it You just try too hard No but you think oh, I'm going to take this and yeah, off yeah. I'm just going to go through the back of this <laughs> yeah, guy yeah. Just to relieve some tension <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Both yeah. the bookings were like that was mental But you yeah. could see the, the second booking about 10 seconds before it actually happened Yeah 
and he was yeah. nowhere going to get the ball. Never. He's not the fastest player anyway. He's when you, see, when you see like Rooney or when you see Beckham sort of running and they've got that red mist yeah. and descend and stuff. You, all right, you can do that if you play in midfield or up front. You cannot do that in central defence no, because no. You, you're losing a man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, look, you said that you'd rather Dawson in there. Well, in current form, something's got to happen mm. because because the problem a lot of big players get, in my opinion, at international level and at club level, is when they're of the stature and the reputation of someone like John Terry. John Terry's obviously club captain at Chelsea. He's never present for England when he's mm. fit. You, you, it becomes very difficult to drop these players. And, and, yeah. and Capello came in on a wave of, oh, I'll pick players on form, not on reputation. And, he, and Capello, I'm not suggesting old Capello, that's it, he's got a bump. No, 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 of squad. course not. But I think something needs to happen because the personal thing that happened to Terry a couple of months ago, whilst it didn't initially seem to affect him, I think it genuinely yeah. has affected him. And it's affected this form, or something has. Obviously, I don't know him, but something's affected this form. Do you think maybe the wave of sort of criticism he got from the public and the fans made him realise? Quite how unpopular he's become. And it must be difficult to accept that. Yeah. Unless, it, well, it's it's going to be tough to drop him because of the title running. So maybe it just needs to be that he has May off because they're out of the Champions League now. Well, he's probably got the cup final though, but he needs to have some time out. Because for me, and well, he has got I've that. got no particular affiliation. I don't particularly like or dislike Chelsea or Spurs, but for me, Michael Dawson is playing much better football than John Terry is. At I, the moment. I th- and he has been for a while. Dawson never gets a mention, actually, to be fair. He's better than Upson. He should be in the squad ahead of Upson. But There's no I, doubt I, I think I think once you get to a, a major tournament and you're facing off against I don't know the Spanish back uh, mm. well the Spanish uh, Spanish forwards with or without Torres uh, yeah. looking at what's happened this week like who would you who would you genuinely be scared of Dawson or oh, John the Terry is an issue, it, yeah. but, it, but, it beca- but I think I think weirdly it, sort of culture of celebrity sort of go, go oh my god I'm facing John Terry in Rio Fernand rather than you know what I mean yeah but they watch these games as well Pete they're going to have watched him play against Spurs not necessarily though but, yeah. but I know what you're saying there Pete I think, I you're making a good I point. think it's a very small aspect of, of course. it I, I, obviously I can completely agree with I, I genuinely think Terry and, and to be honest Rio his fitness is a real real worry I think Ferdinand yeah, he's, 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 he's come through some games I think he's going to be he'll be fine both Rio. those players it's worth remembering though are winners you know they've yeah. won leagues yeah. they've won cups yeah. you know they've not let, I don't think they've overly let England down over the years but, but, but the point is the experience thing though people talk about experience like it's a good thing obviously it is but the chief thing that, that makes experience a benefit is the ability to make the correct decisions yeah. under pressure because you've made them before. Mm, yeah. At the moment, John Terry's making poor decisions the whole time he plays. You know, I'm not I'm not overreacting. I don't think he had a poor game against Spurs and it was a really poor game. Mm. And you, you just cannot afford that. But do you think maybe he was he was so up for it because they he maybe went a bit over the well, top. They, yeah. He admitted that they were nervous against Bolton and. You know, Ch- Chelsea did look very nervy against Bolton at home. You know, the yeah. game they should be winning quite comfortably. Well, they did win it, though, didn't they? That's the point. They did win it, but I think that kind of maybe worried them. And, and, and as a lot of people said, the, the, the psychological thing of United scoring in the last seconds mm. would have affected them. And Terry's maybe thinking, right, I'm the captain. Come on, we've got yeah. to really. And I think maybe he's gone in over the top. Yeah, possibly. You know. Yeah, but, but the thing is, he did it. He did it against Villa a little bit. He went massive levels up against Milner, didn't he? That, that mm. was a poor decision. That was a poor challenge to make. Mm. So he's obviously always got that side of his game there. And I, I just think that obviously the pace doesn't help as well. So you've got someone who, who's having a poor game. When they're a defender but they're pacey, it, it gets them out of jail a lot. Who would you have starting two centre-backs for the England in World Cup? It's difficult, isn't it? If, Fer- well, if, if Ferdinand's fit and he plays... Mm. Well, if Terry's fit he plays, it'll be the pair of them. It will be, yeah. But, but I mean, who would you prefer, though? I mean, the, the thing is, Woodgate won't be there. I doubt very much King w- will given be there. The, given the personnel, I think that's probably the right pairing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I really do. Well, we'll see. I mean, I, I, I don't. Well, how, how hard did you rate Shawcross? Because Tony Pulis was on goals Shawcross on Sunday. Ready for that? No, I don't think. And so he was, well, yeah, he was. I mean, obviously, he's going to give it the big one, but. Uh, 
It's, it's a difficult one. It's, 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 it's a major concern, I think, for England going into the World Cup. So is the goalkeeping issue as well. That's the, it's weird because the things that we've traditionally been quite solid at is going to possibly be our undoing mm. in the summer. But going forward, I think we're decent. Yeah, we're probably going to win it on penalties then if this. <laughs> yeah. <sort of> form <laughs> but going forward, we've really got options. We've got such a different combination yeah. of options up front yeah. and in midfield that we've got a bit of a wealth. And in, in a way, we've got sort of too many players because it's hard to get them all in. Somebody the back, e- emailed in, I forget who, suggesting that um, we should play a 4 5 1, which and kind of 4 5 1, 4 3 3 thing, as United are, uh, with yeah. running up top just to try and get the best out of him. And with the options we do have on the flanks, I mean, it's not. A well, you could do. You've got Walcott, you've idea. got. Um, you you know, Cole. Yeah. I mean, Ashley Young, I don't think Ashley Young will get there. Walcott's going to spend his entire career as an impact player. Yeah. He, he can't start football games. It's ridiculous. Mm. I thought he did quite well against Wigan, actually. He started and scored a nice I mean, goal. He's such a confidence player, Walcott. You could see once yeah. he got the goal, I mean, he was he was up for it. And he's, someone's got to instill in him that that is who you are. You are that player all the time. Yeah. You yeah. can take chances. You can be a bit selfish every now and then. No one's going to have a go at you if you square something off, like, oh, sorry, if you shoot instead of squaring it. That's if right. If you score, you know, it's yeah. just, he needs that. He really, really does. I do think Confidence player, yeah, you're right. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but um, Tottenham are actually releasing a DVD of the game where they beat Arsenal. <laughs> there's, a of, there's a lot of sort of culture doing this sort of thing. And did they release a DVD of their draw, the four all draw as well? Yeah, really? they did. They did. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. Yes. What's what are they doing? Well, I massive. think it could be. Um, could it not a be like a, a, It could be like a you know a double CD, a with, box with, uh, Yeah, with with the Chelsea game. Yeah, exactly. why yeah. not? Go yeah. for it. <laughs> you know. Well, they're going to. Re- it's a bit. It's a bit weird because they're obviously going to release a sort of highlights of the season DVD yeah. in like two weeks. Maybe time, this is why they've time. always got so much money. Maybe they just release everything they can. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> very true. I tell you what, though, Spurs win the game in hand on Arsenal. They're only Good four points them, behind. Yeah. And I, I mean, the way Arsenal are playing, every game is eminently losable. Yeah, <laughs> but, oh, Spurs though. You look at their season, and you know we can't get, you know. Let's not be silly here. I mean, the, 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 it's two great results recently, but they've never. It's always people have thought City were going to get that full place, mm. but you know they, they they lost at home to Wolves, didn't they? Yeah, they lost twice, lost to, twice Wolves. to Wolves. They yeah. lost twice to Wolves. They lost at home to Stoke. Did they? They drew the game. They definitely had a number of poor results. Against you know, you look at these ones and you think, God, blimey, yeah. if you'd have won. But a that's what of that's them. what the season's about, though, isn't it? Yeah. No, of course it is. But Manchester United lost away to Burnley. But it's encouraging for them that they finished that high with some sloppy results. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather get red up just for that fucking advert. It's disgraceful that advert. It's just yeah. whipping people up to be disappointed. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not something that can be levelled at us, obviously. But no. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I think we're quite balanced when it comes to English chances. I think we're pretty realistic. Well, I don't, I, we're not kind of uh, singing like a. You know, like a lounge singer on the pitch at Wembley with lights flashing and like no. Terry Venables is doing. No, exactly. I, I mean, I, I've I was waiting for a truly bad uh, World Cup advert to turn up, and I think that kind yeah. of I think, I think you've found it. Venables yeah. struggling yeah. for work? Is it? I mean, maybe. Is just he maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, just maybe struggling for work. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally said to them, "I'll do anything." Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, got show, he's got a new show coming out actually on ITV called uh, "Very Tenable" with Terry Venables. No, he just he goes around looking at cushy jobs and thinks, "Yeah, I like, <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah. post." Yeah, honestly, yeah. in a three-five-two <laughs> formation, very tenable. <laughs> in Scotland, the seven thousandth goal was scored in the um, SPL in the Scottish League. Yeah, it was a beauty, wasn't it, Marcus? It was. It, it was a shame. <laughs> 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 the one where the keeper slipped 
who was it, Pete? Dun- United, Dundee, it was Dundee, Dundee, Dundee uh, against uh, Dundee United. D- yeah, Dundee yeah. United against Motherwell. Uh, the fellow uh, by the name of John Daly scored. Not to be confused with a massive, fat, major winner golfer, John Daly. No, not no. him. Not him. No. But I mean, he could, probably could have because it just bounced Anyone off the first. The keeper tried to try it. Suddenly passed it back. It wasn't the best back pass in the world, but he had plenty of time. And yeah. the keeper just slipped, just proper Wembley turf style. Yeah. Sort of slipped uh, and uh, just hammered it into uh, Daly, and it just bounced it in the net. And that was a seven thousandth. <laughs> Uh, Scottish family well, yeah. remember. It's, you know, it's, not, it's not really one of those milestones is it really? I think it was just going to be sitting there <laughs> thinking, I wonder what the 7th no. goal scored in the but SPL I'd love to, I would, I'd love to, we should work we should somehow kind of work it out kind of like the fir- what was the first Premier League goal you guys must have sharing it no that it? was the first one on Sky Sports right yeah. side difference isn't it yeah. well okay <laughs> fair point well made yeah um, I think that there's also massive potential for people to miscount that as well I mean that's a lot of goals yeah, yeah. You, know, you have to get so. double you have to get no I trust them do you okay well, you just yeah, count yeah. the league, surely. I mean, you can't miss. Yeah, it was it was uh, Pelo counting them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Accidentally attributed a few to himself. Yeah. I tell you what, Craig Romario Brown double checked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. um, Joseph Pisjan's disgusted. With yeah, yeah. Um, Craig Brown's in charge of Motherwell, I think. Yes, yeah. And he nothing, ac- nothing result. He's t- <laughs> the stuff he comes out with is yeah. ridiculous. And he said, "Well, you know, when we were playing Dundee United, who are the best team in Scotland uh, at the moment." No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're having a great season. Yeah, you know, they're right. only, I think, seven points behind Celtic. Yeah. He just comes out with yeah. silly things. Doesn't yeah. Marcus have a fantastic Craig Brown uh, impression? Good, he does, yeah. One yeah. Of Craig of it. Oh, well, I've perfected it. You I know my favourite yes. quote, which is a nothing-nothing result. What, what was that one? He says, it's the best result we could have hoped for. Apart from maybe a nothing, nothing good result. This <laughs> <laughs> is such an effort to say nothing, nothing. Just yeah. say nil, nil. Yeah, Apart yeah, from yeah. a nil, nil. That was a, yes, that was a Chick Murray impression. Yeah. It, you know. um, but uh, did you see Hib- Celtic at home to Hibs? Empty seats. Was it? Mm. Oh, it's a shame, really. Oh, they their feet. Yeah. Mm. But um, when they scored the winner, Le- Neil Lennon was really celebrating with the players. Um, see, Carl Lafferty did, made a twat of himself again. Did like a ridiculous Celebra- celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Speaking of like funny celebrations, I'm going to annoy You're not myself. a fan of Lafferty, are No, you? I'm not. But <laughs> I'm going to be a. Uh, I'm going to annoy myself But I'll get the YouTube So you can get it up On the website Before before it comes out But is that this guy In Eastern Europe I'm not sure if you boys Saw this But he scores a goal yeah, As in Croatia And he runs into the crowd We got an email about this Okay right He jumps yeah. into the crowd And he starts celebrating With the crowd And the bloke just comes down And punches him In the side <laughs> yeah. of the head No he, he, <laughs> no, he twats him He looks a bit like Jimmy Bullard as well Doesn't he The guy celebrating yeah. the goal It's weird and, so, and the guy just jumps down again So it walks off Like looking at him <laughs> Yeah but the, cr- the crowd Aren't celebrating No no <laughs> So he's obviously the away end So why is he doing that He jumps up there like makes a point of it he just gets clamped around the head <laughs> I like that I love yeah. it and you know because that's in Croatia or whatever there'll be no action taken yeah that's right yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crowd control yeah, exactly. or play control whatever yeah. it would be I don't know <laughs> in Serie A Roma beat Lazio in the big Rome derby to stay mm. top they want it gentlemen they we really found a do. team who want to win the league in, in Italy <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Totti was giving it big licks to the Lazio fans as well yeah, wasn't he, he? Was, of course he is he was giving him the thumbs down was he, he? The thumbs down because oh, yeah. they're quite low down the the with Mara Zarate who had a really good season the season before this one yeah. has only got about three or four this season I think mm. and uh, he um, he went to uh, he got invited by the Lazio Ultras you know Experimental City players Zarate yeah. he got invited to go and sit with the Ultras in the Lazio end when he very, was, very generous of yeah when he, when he was <laughs> unavailable because he's injured <laughs> and um, he went and sat in the crowd right he, he took him up on the yeah, offer yeah not only this right he's giving him big ones right they do that a lot though don't they, they yeah but check this out Pete when the chance right, started Pete. chanting to get rid of the president he got involved <laughs> he was like giving it, he was getting involved like, like basically his employer crazy <laughs> <laughs> that is <laughs> ridiculous that is but yeah Totti was, uh, was lording it up um 
I'm, I'm sure we've all seen the goals, but Vucinic scored a penalty and a really, really Great good play. free kick. But for the free kick, the goalkeeper seemed to sort of like get out of the way because it was coming at him so quickly. He's like, oh, God, it's going to hit me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, it's only a, a Rome derby, nobody will mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like Vucinic as a player. Do you remember when he got almost completely naked to celebrate a goal once? <laughs> Classic. He's got his pants on. Oh, was Yeah, yeah. yeah He gets well into it. Yeah. So And so he should. Yeah. Inter beat 10 man Juventus. 2-0 Lovely goal from Michael Unbelievable goal Somebody Little knee emails. juggle Little yeah. knee juggle Do you know what Michael's first name is? Dave Barry Johnny Mike <laughs> Douglas Oh yeah, You've got Douglas Costa as well He's it, uh, it was quite Ginola-esque people. You can't beat the odd knee mm. juggle You don't see that enough These days No From a bloody right back yeah, but he's not really a right back. He's, he's all things to all men. He's just a right. <laughs> he's just a right side. A bit like player. yourself, James. Yeah, he's Danny Alves. He's like a right sided player. Yeah, that's right. They got, got. They must. They must wish that one of those two boys was just left sided. Oh, yeah, I know. Oi, oi. Most of our English here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it when people say that about like Irish or Welsh. It's always Welshman. Yeah, but yeah. they might. You might as well say. Oh, yeah. Imagine if Pele was English. Yeah. It's I know, the it's same thing. Lineker, not English. Lineker yeah. actually said that again about Gareth Bale. Yeah. He said, "Oh, yeah, imagine if he was English, but he's not. So he's Welsh. So good luck to them." But why a Welshman is not English no, and never no, has been and no. never will be. Imagine if a bat was. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> he could fly around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but but he's not. So uh, good luck. To them. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to the blind fella. To the bats. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah, it was a good strike though. It yeah, was, it was a comfortable was. win for them in the end. It was derby of Italy. Mm. It is a derby yeah. of Italy. Yeah. yeah. Well. well uh, Good point. Mm. Well made. Thanks. Adrian Mutu. He's definitely not English. Leaving no. match of the day two. And very due to drugs or something. Sadly, Adrian Mutu um, has been suspended mm. for failing the drug test. We spoke about this. Um, yeah, it's bit kind of, of cracking on for quite a while. So He's been speak. suspended all that time, though, hasn't he? Been... He has, yeah. I think the ban will end on, I think, October 29th. It's a bit yeah. annoying, because, like, you know, I, I, I can't imagine the Italian anti-doping tribunal. I've got an awful lot on, right? <laughs> yeah. so, so why has it taken them three months to make a decision? Yeah. It, nothing takes three and, months. And don't give Adrian Mew too free time. That's what I gave uh, him. <laughs> Brain surgery, eight hours. <laughs> yeah, heart, heart transplant, like, Ten hours, yeah. three what months. Yeah, Was well, he taking drugs or not? If not, well, then actually, is, it not to with, with it? is it not something to do with <laughs> test results? Because you know, certain things you need to wait months before you can find out if they've actually. You can tell whether someone's pregnant yeah. in a day. I think we need to be clear on this though, because it's not a case of they're still waiting for test results or anything like that because he was found to have it in his system mm. now obviously they have to do a secondary <clears throat> test and stuff the, the point is they were taking three months to consider the case yeah. now that is absolutely scandalous mm. for everyone concerned because like I say uh, I mean, even if they're busy it doesn't yeah. take three months. It's like, you know, when the <laughs> FA used to take ages to make decisions about yeah. like, bookings and sendings off and stuff? Used to. Well, they, 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 they have got a little bit better, because now the yeah. suspension happens straight away, doesn't yeah, it? It doesn't true. take ages. This should not be taking three months. They can't well, be doing that much stuff. Also, on top of this, given what the offence is, even, you know, they've accepted what it is because they've found him guilty of it. Nine months! Yeah. For that! Yeah, I mean, I think he's... Are you surprised... A football authority, or not a football authority, association. A football association, especially an Italian one, have pondered and taken ages to make a bad decision. I mean, does <laughs> no, that surprise you? But I don't know. I don't know what I feel about the decision because you know maybe they're just the rules that are in place. But, but nine months seems a bit harsh, considering it's not um, performance enhancing. Yeah. Mm. The point is, though, he's got a great record for Fiorentina. It's, it's yeah. a real shame for him and for them. Yes. You know. Yeah, I think he's got about fifty goals in ninety-one appearances. Yeah. I think it is. 
Yeah, it's a great shame, but uh, hopefully he'll be able to to make a, a proper comeback. Yeah, you know, well, he can, back he can October, appeal it, can't he? he? So oh, hopefully he he'll appeal it and win. I can't. Oh, so the three it, months go towards his... Yeah, it okay, starts, yeah, it starts enough, when, yeah. when he stopped playing, so he'll be back in October if that's... Uh, they should suspend uh, it and just have it between games <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, Romania haven't qualified for the World Cup, but if they had... What a blow! Yeah, exactly. What a blow, Marcus. <laughs> so to speak. What yeah. a blow. Yeah. Actually, it's not relevant. <laughs> yeah, not this time. <laughs> Must make clear. <laughs> In the Bundesliga, gentlemen, Hamburg striker Paolo Guerrero says that uh, he wants to apologise to the fan who he hit with a water bottle earlier. In the season, well, earlier this month, should I say? He's going to throw an apology in their face. <laughs> yeah. He did hit him right in the face. Oh, it was beautiful. It was worth it was a good, <laughs> it was beautiful. And, and, and just that he got this, the right man as well. Yeah, I mean, that's some skill. Yeah, because yeah. it was a crowd of people. Let's not forget. Yeah, yeah. No, and he, he managed to get through the melee mm. right in the man's smack. Well, he's been fined yes. twenty thousand euros by the German Football Federation <laughs> and banned for five domestic games. I reckon so, it's worth it. It's worth well, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it was Michael Hutchins who used to beat up. For Photographers and just pay the fine. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. Didn't, didn't mind. But so he gets twenty thousand pounds for that and five games ban. Euros. Hulk. Yeah, sorry, whatever. Yeah. Hulk got like a six month ban for getting in a fight with a steward, didn't he? Yeah. Mutu's accidentally taken some anti obesity drugs and he gets nine months. It's sort yeah. of a weird scale of how these things are. Let's not forget like the, the, the broken Spanish Europe. FA. Broken <laughs> Europe. Like Spanish FA getting fined like a penny for racism. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Very harsh. Rene Higuita and I are outraged. <laughs> yeah. But, um, six matches for cocaine. Um, <laughs> uh, he did say, though, uh, with, when he was apologising to the fan, he said, I made a mistake which will never happen again, but it is not nice either to be insulted by your own fans. I would like to meet the fan, apologise, give him tickets, and invite him for a trip in my Ferrari. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know whether that's, that's an apology, an apology or not. Yeah. Oh, shall, I, shall I put my seatbelt on Paulo Guerrero? Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he fell out the car and got yeah. stamped on. I like <laughs> that he feels the need to sort of like reiterate that it will never happen again. Like reckon, he'll ever lose yeah. his head like this and go. Whoa. I reckon he's gonna. I reckon he's gonna feed because it's uh, it's a nice car. I reckon he's gonna feed in loads of uh, jacket potatoes and do to him what happened to Brian Harvey. Mm. Make him like, run, run him over, over, yeah. run over his Ran own himself body. over, didn't he? <laughs> oh, Brilliant. Yeah, everyone should take ecstasy, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elsewhere in Germany, Bayern Munich thrashed Hanover 7-0. Yeah. Um, Olic, Robin and Thomas Muller, they scored the goals. And then in that same order again, they, they scored the next three. And then Robin completed his hat-trick. I don't know if anyone's seen the highlights, but they created a lot more chances Did they? as well. They That's absolutely overran them. They're brilliant. They, they look as though they're having exciting. a great time, Bayern yeah. Munich, don't they? Fancy to win the Champions League, yeah? I fancy them oh, to get to the final. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm well, kind of disappointed that. by that league and uh, also the Scottish league as well. It just goes the way because it, it was such a blip last year when, yeah. uh, when Wolfsburg uh, yeah. won it. It's just like oh, we're back to the normal. But well, at least, at least Wolfsburg did though. Yeah, but it's talk, isn't the talk of um, well, uh, Berbatov going to Bayern Munich? Well, I, th- I, I thought it was in Milan. Why? Well, I think a sensible move for Man United, given how blunt they are without Rooney and seeing that Berbatov just does not seem to work, is to offer Berbatov to Bayern Munich in sort of part exchange for Ribery. I think yeah, he's exactly the sort of player yeah, you know, it costs a lot more money have. Well, I know they'd have yeah. to spend money as well but yeah. I think it'd be worth it mm. um, good for both sides absolutely mm. is it, to talk about what you were saying earlier Pete Bayern are top with 63 points Schalke are second with 61 and then uh, Bremen and Leverkusen are third and fourth on 54 because it was a shame because it was Arsenal really tight more points than that so uh, they'd probably win the Bundesliga best league in the world valid point James yeah so it's a shame because it was very tight there and in the French league is kind of it wasn't as tight as it was as well so but the Dutch league, the top two, 
Let's go to the Dutch McLaren. Steve McLaren is one win away from winning the Dutch league with FC20. I think it would be the first time in their history. Be brilliant. Be great. It's an unbelievable. Steve. I mean, he's. They've just got to win the last game of the season. That's they're right. Playing, they're playing someone not that good as well, aren't they? They are playing uh, NAC Breda away. Mid table. Kind of mid table, yeah. And, and Ajax um, are playing NEC Nijmegen in the last game of their But they season. need to, uh, to well, slip up, basically, don't they? Yeah, Ajax need to. Ajax need to better. Um, yeah, okay. Also, um, it's, it's worth um, giving a nod to Anderlecht, who won the Belgian Jupiter League this week. Yeah. Well done to them. Well done to them. I, I think on McLaren, it's, it's brilliant that he's doing so well, and it, it does vindicate his sort of decision to go out there. I think maybe, you know, if he keeps doing well, yeah. future England boss? It's <laughs> <laughs> an idea. F- next main night manager. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, because they finished second uh, in his first season, yeah. which I think was their best ever finish. Mm. The thing with McLaren is he's obviously a good coach. There's, there's no yeah. doubt about yeah. that. He's, he's, he's done okay with Borough. He, you know, he was good and well respected as a coach at England. Oh, and at England under, England, under yeah. um, Ericsson. So he should he, never have been offered the England job. No, no. no. It's but a you, safe option. You, you can't, can't blame him for taking you it. You can't. Nah, but, so. And we got a lot of material out of it on this show, <laughs> for which we thank him for. <laughs> thank you, know. Steve. It propped yeah. up the early couple it of did, years. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. But no, it, it would be great to see him. Oh, give him credit. Yeah, simple as that. I'm Gary Lineker, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Emails! <laughs> soulful. Nice. Yeah. Always. Let's go for a bit of Bruce Dickers and I made him feel to it, but I like it that you said it was soulful. Yeah, it's a different interpretation. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, Luke, hit us with one. Hi, chaps. Hi. I was delighted to hear Luke, that's me, mention Paolo Futre in the last pod, as it is one of my favourite football anecdotes. However, I just wanted to add a couple of further funny details to the story. Please do. The way I've always heard it was that Futre came into the dressing room and could only then say in English, Eusebio 10, Futre 10. (laughs) 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 He then refused to play until he got the number 10 shirt. Futre's irritation was magnified when he discovered that the number 10 shirt was actually worn by fleet-footed midfield dynamo John Moncur. (laughs) Johnny Monks. However, Futre had his way by letting Moncur use his Portuguese villa for a holiday in exchange for his precious number 10. Futre, fabulous player, even better negotiator. <laughs> That's from Simon Mayhew Archer. Thanks for the no follow-up, Simon. <laughs> you can have my villa. Just give me the number yeah. ten. You say beyond world player of the uh, food tray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James, what have you got for us? Oh yeah. Chaps, if I may, I'd like to expand on the Paul McGrath feature in the last podcast. Uh, this goes back to McGrath's early adulthood in Dublin. It's fair to say that Dublin's black, black population was minimal in the 1960s to the 1980s. The only other black Dubliner of any note was Phil Linnett, lead singer with Thin Lizzy. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Apparently, both Phil's and Paul's paths would often cross due to them both going on buses going in opposite directions at the same time. <laughs> Didn't take them long to work out that they seemed to be the only young black Irishmen in the whole city, and legend has it they'd give each other a wave when they saw each other. Oh, oh that's nice. superb. In July 1990, after the island Oh, it's, no, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but it's nice there was a bond between yeah, them. Yeah, it's, you know, triumph over adversity. Yeah, Pete. up I, yours, Pete. I don't like it. God. <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear, if I may continue. Yeah. In July 1990, after the Ireland team were knocked out of the World Cup, there was a public ceremony in Dublin to welcome the team back. This coincided with the day that Nelson Mandela visited Dublin and attended some other type of public ceremony. Apparently, when Nelson Mandela got up to deliver a few words, the crowd, in order to show their appreciation, sang the following, Ooh, ah, Paul McGrath's da. <laughs> That's a bit. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, and that's from Ken O'Brien. So Thanks, Ken. Ken. Cheers, Can Ken. I say I, I forgot to mention it last time with with Paul McGrath that he looks a bit like the lead singer of the Fine Young Cannibals. Yeah, he does. Rolling yeah. GIF, rolling mm. GIF. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, um, we also made a mistake, which we should apologise for, because Aston Villa fans emailed it in their droves, and that was the, the second League Cup final they played against Leeds, not mm. Manchester ah, United. Right. Yeah, there we are, Pete. 
I got an email uh, from a man called Mike Douglas. He says, Bonjour, Ramble Force. Bonjour. Unnecessary. What Especially what, what I'm go- actually going to say oh, now. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. delighted to let you know I completed the Paris Marathon last weekend well wearing done. wearing one of your brilliant Sir Bobby Robson Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Oh, oh, oh. It was a Bobby Robson one. Yeah, I saw that. Good man. Have we got a picture? We'll stick it on the website. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Right, yeah. Let's do that. Uh, aside from helping me to ooze trendiness in the style capital of the world, I'm also pleased to report that due to the great quality and lightweight nature of the t shirt, <laughs> I suffered absolutely <laughs> no nipple rash of any nature. I promise you this is a real email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We don't, and we don't pre-grease the nipple areas of the t-shirts. No, we, <laughs> if we, we can do. Yeah. If we're there, we it's will. Extra two pound fifty. This, you should note, was one of the few positives in what was four hours and two minutes of complete personal torture. Good time. So for that gentleman, mm. I'm truly grateful, Mike Douglas. Uh, the, Mike does a round of applause for that. That's, that's, well, that's a great time as well, oh, Mike. Right, so. Luke, where would he have got such a wonderful garment from? I think, James, <laughs> if, 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 if maybe another listener was looking to purchase something similar, or indeed the same, yeah. they could perhaps go to uh, coltzeros.co.uk, or they could go to thefootballramble.com, James, and click at the banner at the top of the page. Yeah, they say your daddy's t-shirts, yeah, that's yeah, what they yeah. say. If your, if your t-shirts give you nipple irritation... Maybe change them yeah. for yeah. a yeah. Dean Windows Hall of Fame t-shirt. <laughs> Good. It's like that scene in Wayne's World where they all sponsored up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marcus. Oh. <laughs> you know what the responsibility is. Oh, you've got to, you've got to award a chat manager goodie bag to one of these guys. Mm. Now I think I can remember them as Mike Douglas, mm-hmm. Simon Mayhew Archer, and mm. Ken O'Brien. Yeah, good recall. Yeah, thanks. Power is nothing without control. No, exactly. <laughs> um, it's got to be but with Mike. great power. Hang on, <laughs> comes great responsibility. Uh, Mike Douglas. Mike Douglas. Mike Come Douglas. on, he's already got a Hall of Fame T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he can as well. He can keep his Vaseline in there. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> For moisturising nips. And next time he does a marathon, he could have a, a, a big pint of Lucas A Sport in his champ manager <laughs> pint glass. <laughs> Imagine if he did a marathon with a pint glass. <laughs> 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 <of> Lucas A. <laughs> Smash it. Oh no. <laughs> Good people, it's profile time. We're going to be putting in Bert Troutman. Oh, yeah. Mm. Is that right? Yeah, fine. <laughs> he was a goalkeeper, Marcus. He yeah, was he indeed. Was. Uh, yeah. A legendary Manchester City goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, he was born on the 22nd of October in 1923. 44 years before the summer of Straight love. Straight in there. Give or take. Straight in there. Um, He was, of course, a former Manchester City goalkeeper. And what an incredible story he has indeed. He was born in Germany between the wars. That's one and two. uh, (laughs) Pessimistic title for that first. (laughs) Um, He he joined uh, a local football team, Tura Bremen, when he was ten. He played in midfield uh, for Tura Bremen. Um, uh, and this is where the story really... Um, Goes mental. <laughs> the, you're right in saying, because from 1933 he joined Hitler Youth. and They uh, sound like a football team, but I'm pretty sure you mean something else. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, and subse- subsequently became a, a paratrooper during the Second World War. Um, and uh, just the, the incredible journey he's had. I mean, I, I have to quote the, the great man saying, um, he, "Growing up in Hitler's Germany, you had no mind of your own. Uh, Hitler's was a, a dictatorial regime, and you couldn't say what you wanted in, in the German army. You got your orders and followed them. If you didn't, you were shot." Yeah. So yeah. I think it's important what you all. He like, was. Like, it's like the scouts, but rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Better um, uniforms. Yeah. Um, during World War Two, he was. Uh, 
eventually captured by uh, the British. And he said, uh, when he recounts the story, he said, when they got me um, after he'd hurdled a fence, um, he leapt straight into like a, a sort of a, a makeshift British camp. And he said, the first thing they said to me was, "Hello, Fritz, fancy a cup of tea?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I about this, but wasn't he actually escaping from some American? Yeah, troops? he was. Yeah, so he escaped like, from about one. About to shoot him. He escaped from one and Amazing. jumped to the other. Yeah. Um, Fritz fancy a cup of tea. Something out of a war film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he became a prisoner of war and uh, was uh, moved to England, of course. Um, and while he was in these camps, he uh, started playing a bit of football. Um, and it was when he was uh, in uh, moved to Lancashire that the, the camp had a football team. And he played uh, centre-half until, uh, I think, now there's a number of variations on this, but I think the, the most credible one is that he had a little bit of an injury, and so uh, he didn't want to miss the game, so he said to the current goalkeeper, um, who was uh, Gunther Lohr, who apparently went on to become a bit of a player in Germany himself, uh, he said, oh, can you swap places, because I, I want to play, but can I go in goal? Mm. And... He really took to it. Now, perhaps when he was when he was a child, he used to play uh, volker ball, which is a kind of a variation of handball. So yeah. that's all very popular around there. That's right. So it's uh, you know he was used to kind of handling the ball. Was it was this an, an all prisoner team? I presume. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah it was. Right. Yeah. They were called Camp Fifty. Hmm. That was the name of the right. team. You know. And, and didn't he? Refused repatriation when the war finished as well. He did, yeah. yeah. That's right. That, he stayed in England. Um, th this Camp 50 team, they were allowed to play local teams in England and they would uh, often attract crowds over 4,000 wow. people. Yeah, they were, they were quite. Is that just sort of very proud <laughs> British people hoping to see some English people beat some nuts? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I imagine that. Who knows, James? I wouldn't imagine there were any German fans there, James. No. <laughs> 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 Who knows? But uh, yeah, there, there wasn't a highway support. No. <laughs> yeah. Firms. Fair German with firms. <laughs> <laughs> Fair weather fans, isn't they, eh? Yeah, yeah no, that's exactly. right. That's right. Um, he was released in in 1948, but as you say, Luke, he did decide to stay in England. Well, it's a big decision. I, you know, well, it's, it's a huge decision. Be tough huge. He he had a trial at St Helens. Um, he did briefly go home to play for um, Tura Bremen, um, but then he returned to St Helens and uh, had a trial at Bristol City. They rejected him, but when he was at St Helens, they played Manchester City um, in a friendly. In uh, he was a fully fledged keeper by 4950. Mm. Yeah, uh, he he was a proper keeper then. Um, and and City saw him and thought he was excellent and, and signed him. He was 26, though. Right, okay. At the yeah. time, you know. He's done a full life, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was Packed a lot in. <laughs> well, it, quite incredible, though. Yeah. I mean, he's. You know, for, for a professional team to pick up a, a guy who's 26. Yeah. yeah. I know it was in a different era. Different all, but, circumstances because of the war. Still. You'd have had a lot of players who'd have missed out the best parts of their career. Yeah. That's because right. Of the wars and, and he had huge shoes to fill uh, because he was. Uh, they were looking for a replacement for Frank Swift. Right, okay, who yeah. was a legend as well and, and yeah. a, an extremely likeable character. Everyone yeah. loved Swift. Yeah, okay. So um, you can imagine that, it, that <laughs> replacing one of the most popular guys in, and some people say in the history of English football yeah. with a guy who was an ex-Nazi <laughs> yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. it's, it's absolutely incredible it's like a well, wrestling heel isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's fair to say he, he probably wasn't a Nazi himself he was just a member of the German army forgive me yeah, yeah, but you know yeah, what I'm no, that is how it would be perceived no of course, no, of course absolutely yeah Yeah, I mean uh, and, and, and Manchester as well had a very big Jewish community and there was there was 20,000 plus um, demonstrating against this uh, right. signing you know well, apparently it was fans from other clubs as well that's oh, right. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, some Manchester City fans returned their season tickets. There was a lot of hate mail. Uh, it was gee, it was crazy. It all kicked Throw off. Throw some as a sort of Gary Megson appointment. <laughs> 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 but not as bad. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> there it is. Um, but fortunately, um, uh, Doctor Altman, who was um, a communal rabbi there, he did a lot of work and just said, "Look, 
give him a chance for crying out loud. You know, surely forgiveness is uh, yeah. is is it has its place. You know, and and he was very appreciative of that. Was uh, Troutman, and he did say that he went into the Jewish community and explained a lot of things and said, look, like we did at the start of the profile. Mm. If I cry out loud, you yeah. know it's you know we're brainwashed and all the yeah. rest of it, you know. Um, so uh, so he started playing for Manchester City, um, but you know the, the great thing was that after after all this hatred and all these uh, protests and all, pretty soon the, the locals actually took to him. Yeah, he seems mm. like a pretty li- li- likable guy. Whenever I've seen him interviewed and stuff. Yeah, that's right. Pretty charismatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so so that that was uh, amazing that he won the locals over. Mm. Um, and he was quite different to a lot of British keepers because he just didn't boot the ball up the field. He would often uh, start attacks, you know, he would throw the ball short and stuff, and nobody had really seen that kind of thing. It's it's interesting when you go back to any sort of profile from quite a long time ago, as we've done a fair few of them now, because... there are sort of specific innovators with very very specific things you know yeah. you wouldn't even think that that was something people didn't do yeah, yeah exactly you always sort of think of it always being there yeah, yeah. yeah very much so I mean we talked about um, go back to the prejudice you know the hatred he was getting from some of the fans uh, you know he'd, he'd obviously won the locals over in, in Manchester but he'd never uh, played in London yet and mm. his first visit was away to Fulham and most of the British press was based in London and of course London being heavily bombed during the war yeah. th- you know there was a lot of uh, lot of unsavoury uh, shouting at him but which you know although horrible is understandable given the scale yeah. it's uh, a different era war. isn't it yeah. probably feelings are running really high still well yeah. that's right I mean we, you know we can't even begin to tap no. into it was always going to happen sad as it is that's right um but again, the great man, he put in a great display against um, Fulham. And, you know, City were quite low down the league then, and everyone expected Fulham to hammer them. So, and they only lost 1 0. And both sets of players lined the entrance to the tunnel to applaud Troutman off while the crowd offered him a standing ovation. Oh, really? Wow. Which. He's let his football do the talk. That is yeah, just yeah. unbelievable turnaround, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah. sensational. That's like a member of the Taliban getting, <laughs> yeah. getting a round though, of you're applause. Not, you know it really saying? is. Do you know? It really is. Yeah, that is. Um, oh, unbelievable stuff. And also, um, another kind of, uh, uh, I suppose, pointer that he'd been taken to the hearts of the, of the English people was uh, away at Roker Park, which of course is where Sunderland, Sunderland used yeah. to play. Um, Sunderland were uh, awarded a penalty. Now, they'd already scored a penalty. Uh, and uh, so the second penalty they were awarded Troutman saved but the referee ordered a, a retake and apparently it was a little bit dodgy it, apparently it was quite a fine save and Troutman apparently had a little bit of a short temper he was incensed and really mad he picked up the ball in rage and booted it high and hard into the home supporters right. <laughs> in rage um, and like, the whole crowd just went silent because they were like oh my goodness what the hell's going on you know yeah. and the the ball the, the penalty was retaken and Troutman saved it yeah. and the home the home crowd went into rapturous applause yeah I love it <laughs> I mean, just, just. and then he, he turned around and went are you not entertained <laughs> bully bully for you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that yeah, yeah. But like, no, but in all seriousness though the respect that he gained from those fans having that it's un- it's unimaginable it's unimaginable now it's unsayable <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I will say is that uh, you know, t- to give English fans a little bit of credit, I don't think that would have happened in many other countries. No, no, I think I think well, you know, yeah. it's good. It's good that you know there was tolerance and that, and that people appreciated it for what it was. You know, well, he'd obviously made a huge effort to sort of repatriate here and sort of yeah. it, it, you know, if you think about it, you, you're going to realise that the guy's genuine. But it's, yeah. it's, but it's kind of weird that uh, the, the the way that people uh, receive black players when they first started. Yeah, it's that's kind of right. like it's kind of weird that he'd sort of got. 
got a better better um sort of got a better reception than uh, the first black players yeah. I can yeah. only sort of put that down to the fact that he didn't have black skin I guess yeah, yeah. Had, Carney so I think had quite it was a, a rough time at the same <laughs> back time back in the day <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's a, good, it's a good point Pete it's a very good point um, unfortunately though he, he couldn't play for uh, West Germany were at the time because they only picked players in their own league yeah um, I, although I think that he was at the 1954 World Cup finals in Switzerland uh, as an interpreter oh, for, okay, for right. the German team uh, annoying yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it, and I don't know if you know, but I can actually pl- play a bit as well. So <laughs> if you are short, then let us know. But I, I love that how the, the, the German guys are like, sorry, you don't play in our league. It's like, lads, he's brilliant yeah, and he's yeah, German. Yeah, play yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. are you restricting yourselves? Yeah, yeah. You know? um, we've got to talk about the 1956 FA Cup final, which uh, he became the first German ever to appear in an FA Cup final. And this is his uh, most famous um, moment when... Mm. Uh, a pe- lot of people know about this not knowing it's him as well. Yeah. This is Famous right. thing, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, this is when City they were leading three one. There was about fifteen minutes. Wasn't there a clash with the striker? Yeah, Peter Murphy. Yeah, um, came in and basically had a collision with uh, Bert Troutman. And Bert <laughs> broke his neck. Well, he didn't know, did he? He didn't know. He um, broke his own neck. Let's yeah. make that clear. He didn't break. Straight, <laughs> yeah, short, yeah. Yeah, short, <laughs> short temper. Yeah. Um, and everyone applauded. So it was fine. Um, <laughs> don't you? Don't you? Uh, didn't it? Wasn't it a case of he, he thought oh, that was a bit sore? Yeah, he, he did. On. Well, apparently they, they, they used um, some smelling salts uh, to kind of get him going yeah. again to Magic fix sponge. his neck. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he was a bit, you know, um, dazed. Dazed. He broke his neck. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not saying, isn't it ridiculous, he was dazed. I'm just telling you as... <laughs> what a puss-puss. <laughs> um, and he, he carried on, and, and a lot of the supporters said he, he looked as though he was drunk, the way yeah. he was kind of wobbling around for the rest of the game. Not surprised. Puking up vertebrae. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, he, as, they, as some people said, he was man enough himself to admit that he had a stiff neck. Yeah, I bet. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a few days later, I think it was, it was discovered that he's... Neck was actually broken, and what? they say that another little collision could have killed. Wasn't him. it? Yeah. Wasn't it Prince Philip who, who, who was shaking hands with him at the end? He sort of said, "You you look like you've got a bit of a sore neck. You look like you've got a bit of a bad neck." I think that was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a bit strange to think what else he's. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 exactly. Moving on swiftly, your neck's a bit bent, like some sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like a swastika. <laughs> do, do Germans have necks like that? <laughs> Yeah. Um, the same year that uh, he won the FA Cup with Manchester City in 1956, he became the first ever goalkeeper and the first ever foreigner to be awarded the Football Writers Association Footballer of the Year. So he won the hacks over as well, then? Yeah. That's uh, amazing. It yeah. is, it really is. Sadly, shortly after the final, his son was killed um, after being hit by a car, and this also led to the breakup of his marriage. So it was a real shame for him that yeah. after such highs, there was he was on the crest of the wave, and he got brought down to earth. That's right, yeah. And uh, and after that, this affected his uh, performances on the field, and a lot of people started to think, no, oh, that might well, be the end. Of, on by then, yeah, yeah, well, he was in his thirties now. That might might be the end of Troutman. Um, but he did he did come back, and he started putting the performances in again. And in 1960, when the Football League decided to include non-English players to represent the Football League for the first time. Um, he captained the league against the Irish League and also the Italian League. I mean, he captained the... Oh, amazing. The Love league. to see that. It's, it's worth an interesting tournament now, that. Yeah, it would be yeah. great. They should do that. It'd be yeah. awesome. You know that um, what you were saying earlier, James, about people not knowing that it was him who did broke his neck. Yeah. I think by the same token, it's, it's really, really good to point out that he was a really good player. Yeah. Well, he's we said that he won the award the first he's, time. He's not, just, he's not just 
it's great yeah. that we, we can say that he's not just been known for breaking his yeah, leg. Yeah, he's in not the cup just final. some sort of it's novel David piece. No, <laughs> no, exactly, because it is a little bit of a novelty otherwise, yeah. isn't it? But it's, it's yeah. great that we can say that you know he he was decent and worth yeah. and worth being in the Hall of Fame and stuff. That's right. Well, he played um, well over five hundred games for Manchester mm. City in a fifteen-year period. Um, uh, you know, he was an excellent shot stopper, uh, particularly at penalties, and apparently he saved sixty um, percent. Of penalties he faced over his 60%. career, sixty percent. That is Sebastiano Rossi esque. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Mm. Um, Manchester United manager Matt Busby at the time said um, about Troutman in his pre-match team talks. He said, "Don't stop to think where you're going to hit it with Troutman. Hit it first and think afterwards. If you look up and work it out, he will read your thoughts and stop it." Good <laughs> Jedi. He's, been, yeah. he's basically got mind powers. Yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, Manchester, Manchester City midfielder Neil Young said uh, the only way to beat him with a shot in training was to miss hit it. <laughs> it's crazy um, He obviously gained a lot of respect and, and popularity During his career And this was seen in his testimonial match At Main Road Where the official attendance was 48,000 But people think it was more like 60,000 And he captained Get this He captained a special joint Manchester City And Manchester United 11 I mean, That's incredible in itself yeah. you know. Uh, included Bobby Charlton and Dennis, uh, Dennis Law Against an England team That included Tom Finney uh, and Stanley Matthews Some game Yeah Yeah and he came in game. Well, that was all put on for him. That's great. That was his stuff. testimonial. Um, after, that speaks for itself, that does. That yeah. speaks volumes, yeah. Um, and after uh, after he finished, he tried his hand at uh, management with Stockport County and one or two other sides, but not too much success there. But he um, he later became an important figure, um, helping the development of football in Africa uh, as a part of a German football association development scheme that took him to many other countries, such as Burma and, and Pakistan as well. It's good, it's good that he had, you know, it's good that he stuck his neck out and went to management. That's right. <laughs> Come on. <Hey. laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so he did his bit for spreading the, the love of the game in the world community as well. In 2004, he was appointed uh, an honorary uh, officer of the Order of the British Empire, OBE. And, um, and his, um, his transformation into, into national uh, treasure was complete. That's right. Well, that was for promoting Anglo-German uh, understanding through football. What an incredible life. You know? well, how, yeah. how many sort of Germans since then have been revered in such a way? Been Mad Jens Lehmann. <laughs> but, no, but how, how many sort of like, notable sort of German players that we had in the Premiership or obviously obviously League One before that do you, yeah. do you reckon uh, that um, Bertrand sees Jens Lehmann and he goes he's undoing all my hard work raking <laughs> 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 these yeah. relations down Cl again Klinsman yeah. diving and Jens Lehmann yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are they probably like Klinsman I'm, I'm trying to think uh, Klinsman's they, well loved probably, yeah, probably yeah, yeah Klinsman's well Stefan Freud <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah he, he has achieved legendary status in the in the the history of football in this country, and he was inducted into the English Football Hall of Fame, and will soon be inducted in the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, and he said, you know, if anybody's uh, wondering where his loyalties lie, he said, I watch all cities, uh, watch all of City's games on TV. They're still my club. I love England too, and I still shout for them, even if they're playing Germany. Wow, oh, really? that's what he said. Um, he says the opposite when he's in Germany. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, and when Ru the great uh, Russian goalkeeper Lev Yashin was asked to name the greatest goalkeeper ever he replied there have only been two world class goalkeepers one was Lev Yashin and the other was the German boy who played in Manchester Bert Troutman ladies come and in. gentlemen come on in high praise indeed <laughs> his, name, his name was actually Burnt wasn't it but, um, but the, he sort of reverted to or changed it to Bert just so people could pronounce it easily in <laughs> immersed, properly, properly immersed into the culture aiding the immersion process mm. James this is a man who kept escaping from being captured in wars yeah. ended up in a POW camp 
became a footballer broke his neck during a game <laughs> and went on to get an OBE. Yeah. And it's now in the Dean Windows Amazing. Well, but could yeah, he do it on a rainy night <laughs> <laughs> in... I think he did, Pete. I think he did, yeah. <laughs> could he do it on a rainy night in a Enter nondescript northern town? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the show. I hope you've had a lovely time. If you want to email in the address, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. Betway predictions, gentlemen. Last week I went for Real Madrid to beat Valencia, which they did, and I'm going to go this week for Villa and Birmingham to get a draw, because, you know, Villa tend to stutter quite a bit. I know Birmingham haven't been great on the road and they are away, but I think the, the, the derby atmosphere will come in there and it'll be yeah. a tense one all. I'm going to go for. Pete? Uh, last week I went for Bilbao to win. They didn't. They drew. Um, <laughs> so they can <laughs> suck my... one. And uh, this week... <laughs> And this week They're only sucking it if you're Basque <laughs> <laughs> This week uh, This week I'm just going to try and go for the points Because I'm, I'm really bad at this guy Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you got a, used to it by now I'll go for Real uh, to win So They, um, they got a win Last week I I am personally responsible for Man City losing the derby Because <laughs> I to win Silly This week I've gone for uh, Palermo to beat Milan Palermo are having a great season mm, yeah. Milan just don't care do they? No, well, they've, they've lost, lost to Sampdoria Yeah they've lost it now So I'm going to go for Palermo well, I went for Burnley to win at Sunderland. Didn't happen. So I'm going to go for Manchester United to beat Tottenham Hotspur on their way to winning the title. Oh, one thing we should mention real quick is the lovely people over at EPL Talk yep. have nominated us for two more awards. Which is uh, lovely. In addition to the Soccer Lens Awards that we won. So yeah. many awards. Um, so it's for best... Champions. It's for best... Stop it. Yeah. It's for best EPL podcast <laughs> and um, funniest website again. So, um... I'm a bit worried about that because our website's supposed to be serious. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very, very serious but no, um, So it's epltalk.com. It's going to be annoyed. Yeah, yeah. it's epltalk.com forward slash awards. But there's links everywhere, so you should be able to find it when you go online into them internet. We'll put it on our site. You can go from there. It's already on there, James. It would be much appreciated yeah. if you could get involved. Well, only vote yeah. for us if you think we are. The yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. Do it anyway. Ignore him. <laughs> <laughs> we will cut you <laughs> <laughs> through your iPod. Oh yeah. <laughs> And also, uh, remember, every Friday afternoon you can go to 442.com to listen to the Football Ramble Extra. I'd also like to mention on that that we do read emails out on that show, so have a you listen. Yeah, because if you haven't been read out on this one, don't lose heart. Yeah, mm. it could have been read out on... Because there's every chance Ramble. we could have ignored it on Ramble Extra as well. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to miss that. You've just got to go that extra mile to yeah. find out whether you're in or not. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Say goodbye, James or Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Yeah. Say goodbye, Luke. Yeah. We're all off to release a DVD of our latest Ramble match. Cheers. <laughs> time inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply